All right, folks, I know I know that this episode is coming out a little bit late. If you can't tell from my voice, I haven't been feeling the top of my game for about three or four days now. And actually, I lost my voice almost completely on uh, on uh, Friday and Saturday. So um, this is recorded. This is going to be a Sunday morning coffee instead of Saturday morning coffee. Uh, sorry to disappoint if you were one of the people that was expecting to hear it yesterday. Uh, but now it's up today. We're hoping to get it on there. Hopefully my voice will hold on for just long enough to get this thing recorded. Uh, to be honest with you, I was gonna, I was thinking about just skipping it this week because frankly it hurts to talk. And then a couple of my buddies were texting me saying, dude, we missed you today. Um, and so I, I decided... Um, let's get this thing going because I had one prepped. I just don't have the voice to say it. So um, don't be surprised if it's a little short. Uh, or, and I apologize for the quality of my voice, but we're gonna get this thing. We're gonna get this thing recorded and get it up on the webs for you guys. Before we do that, make sure that you're following us on Facebook and so, and uh, Instagram. All the information is at the end of the podcast. There's two good ways to support the podcast. The first is to sponsor an episode uh, or a series of episodes. If you're a ministry or an organization that wants to be associated with the podcast, you can certainly help us out by doing that. Um, you're going to help bring our message to thousands of men all over the world. Um, and you can also bring thousands of men to your company or your organization or whatever it is um, by advertising for yourselves on this podcast. So if you want to sponsor a podcast episode or a series of episodes, uh, get in contact with me and let me know what you want to do. The other way you can do it is to log on to our Patreon account. You can find that information at the end of the podcast as well. And you can either give one-time gifts or many-time gifts or whatever, monthly gifts, whatever you want to do. Um, anything that you can do to help support this podcast and bring this message to men, thousands of men all over the world, um, we appreciate it. Uh, again, a reminder that we don't charge you for this content or this podcast, but it does cost us money to put it together. So um, if you, I know everybody's asking you for money all the time. I get like the alma mater letters and I get the uh, the uh, ministry letters just like you guys do. I know there's lots of people asking for your money. Um, I'm not going to beg you for money. I'm just saying uh, if you appreciate the podcast and you want to take this opportunity to help more men understand what it means to be a man of God, this is a great way to do it. Uh, to help us bring that message to more people. Finally, if you haven't joined our Facebook community, go on to Facebook, find the Gird Up community, join that thing, and we can have some more discussions about manhood there. Uh, you're about to hear an advertisement, and then after the advertisement, the sponsor of this particular episode, we'll get into our Saturday, or this time, Sunday morning coffee. Here we go. Hello. This is Seth and Jenna Herlick, and we are also known as Him and Her Worship. We are also the creators of the What Do I Know podcast, where we talk about life while having very little life experience ourselves. We are a normal couple passionate about lighting hearts on fire for Jesus, who just happened to play music. We write our own original worship music, and we play in churches all around the country, and we'd love to connect with you. We have lots of ways for you to do that. On Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Spotify, we are at Him and Her Worship. And we have a website, and we are himandherworship.com. Also, check out our podcast at Apple Podcasts and other streaming platforms. God bless you. Thanks so much for your time, and we cannot wait to meet you in person. Saturday morning coffee. 
You are listening to the Gird Up Podcast. The call to gird up is an ancient way of telling a man to prepare himself for hard work or a battle ahead. Our work is to reclaim masculinity in the modern world. Here, you will find a community of believers working hard to become the men that God has created us to be. We're glad you've joined us today. Now it's time to roll up your sleeves to gird up and join us on this road towards Christian manhood. May God bless your time with us. Here we go. All right, today I want to talk about uh, taking action and, and, and doing something, right? Um, as men, we are defined by what we do. We're defined by our actions. And, um, and understandably, from a Christian perspective, uh, my identity is found in Christ, right? Um, but the Lord also says through the Apostle Paul that uh, faith without works is dead. And so we are, um, especially on earth, particularly on earth, we are recognized by what we are and what we do, and um, our faith is evidenced, and our identity as children of God, as sons of the Father, uh, as Christian men, we are identified by the works associated with us. So it's incredibly important that we are doing things, right? It's incredibly important that we are acting out our faith and acting on the things that we ought to be doing as men of God. Um, I was reading a book a few months ago uh, for teachers. It was about the uh, KIPP academies when they first started up, and uh, if you're if you live if you're a part of the educational world, I know they're kind of a controversial set of schools, um, but that you cannot deny that they are wildly successful at getting uh, marginalized students to do things that most marginalized students are unable to do. They're able to get kids to learn at a rate that they normally don't uh, learn at in some really difficult circumstances and situations, which is really cool. And whether or not you know that leads to long-term success is still out for debate um, based on the strategies that they use. But uh, you cannot deny that they get kids who are marginalized to perform better than uh, than they are expected to perform. And um, the reason I bring this up is one of the chants that they used to do in, in one of the classrooms I was reading about. One of the it was a male teacher, and he would say to his kids stuff like, "If you want to play with the big dogs, you got to get off the porch." And he would preach this idea that there's two kinds of dogs, right? If you if you've ever uh, gone to a farm where there's five or six different dogs, or been on a property where there's five or six different dogs. Um, or even more than that, you know the dogs run on a pack, right? Um, it's just part of that herd mentality, right? That part of the wolf pack mentality. They run in packs. And big dogs, little dogs, they all have a role in the pack, and they all have a leader, and they all participate in the pack, and they all play just like all the other dogs do, regardless of size, regardless of skill, regardless of age. They all play together. They all romp around together, and they go. But every once in a while, you have a dog that just sits on the porch, Right, you got a dog, a lap dog. You've got a dog that sits on a porch and barks, but never actually gets off the porch and does anything. Right, and the other dogs know that and they see that and they recognize it and they understand that that dog is nothing. They understand that that dog is a lame duck. They understand that that dog is an empty threat, and that dog is the last one to eat. That dog is the last one uh, to get any respect from the other dogs, and that dog also is mostly and. For the, for the most part, is marginalized by the other dogs because they have no respect for it. It really isn't a dog in any function. For any, like, for any purpose, it, it is not a dog. And so the, the commentary on this is if you want to be a big dog, you got to get off the porch. If you want to run with the big dogs, you got to get off the porch. If you want to have value, if you want to have purpose, you can't just sit around and bark. You got to actually get off the porch and act like a big dog. 
uh, I think we've heard. <laughs> I think it was it was a rapper who said uh, um, everybody wants to be a gangster until it's time to do gangster stuff, right? It's true. Everybody wants to act tough. Everybody wants to act like they're a big deal. Everybody wants to act like they are, you know, a real man or that they're they're gangster. Or that whatever word you want to use, that they're alpha. I hate that word, but that they're alpha until it's time to do alpha stuff, right? Everybody wants to be tough until it's time to do tough stuff. Everybody wants to be a, everybody wants to say they're a man until it's time to step up and be a man. And then most people run away. There's a lot of people that'll back up and turn around and run away. They don't want to do the hard things. They don't want to they just want to act like they have the ability. They want to act like they have the courage. They want to act like they have that that they can play the role. But they that's all they're doing is just playing a role, right? I think the number one way we see that in our culture is you go to a uh, you go to a basketball game sometime or a, or a professional sports game. When you walk in those doors, you will see thousands and thousands and thousands of men wearing another man's jersey on their back. You'll see thousands of men wearing another man's jersey on their back, and that's not. I mean, it's not. It's not out of place. I'm not saying that you shouldn't have jerseys and you shouldn't admire professional athletes, but there are a whole lot of men in the world that have never had their own name on either the front or the back of anything, <laughs> unless they were serving flipping burgers at McDonald's and they had a nameplate, right? There's a whole lot of men out there that, that don't have their name on the back of their jersey, and they never have, and they never will, because they never are going to go out and do anything that actually makes an impact. They're never going to go out and actually do anything that serves a purpose. They're never actually going to do anything that makes the world a better place or that is impressive or that you know has an impact at all whatsoever. And so my encouragement is uh, be the kind of guy that has his name on the back of his jersey, right? As a kid, I took incredible pride the first time I had a jersey with a name on the back of it. I I was blessed enough to play for teams where the name on the front of the jersey was more important than the name on the back of the jersey, and most of the time we didn't even have names on the back of our jerseys. But I remember in sixth grade, my parents bought me a sweatshirt, and all the sixth grade boys had sweatshirts. They had our school logo on the front and our names on the back. And I was so proud to wear my name on the back of my shirt. I had earned a place on a team. I was a contributor on the team, and I had earned my place. There's so much joy in that identity, that earned identity. There's so much joy in understanding that I have earned the opportunity to wear my name on the back of my jersey. You'll hear people talking about that as service members as well. In the military, you've got your name on your chest, right? But you've also got a patch on your sleeve that tells you what company you're a part of, right? And so when you're in the field, when you're in combat, when you're with your unit, that name on your sleeve is far more important than that name on the front. But without the name on the front of your uniform, that arm patch doesn't exist, right? You have to earn the right and the privilege of wearing that patch on your arm, that unit patch. They go hand in hand. You have to go out and you have to earn the privilege of being a man every single day. If you want to be a part of the tribe of men, you have to go out and earn that privilege every single day. So my question that I'm posing for you on this particular Sunday morning is, are you doing things that are worthwhile? Are you doing something that's worthy of attaching your name to? Are you living out your calling as a man of God and earning your place in, in, the, uh, in the world of men? Are you earning your man card? Are you the kind of father that others should emulate? Are you the, other, are you the kind of man that other men should be able to follow? A couple of weeks ago, uh, it was two weeks ago, we learned, the last two weeks, we've been learning about the judges in the Old Testament in my classroom. And, and the calling of Gideon 
is such an incredible story. I love it. I love it. Because Gideon is threshing. You can read this in, in the book of uh, Judges. <coughs> Excuse me. You can read this in the book of Judges. Gideon is out threshing uh, wheat in the middle of the night. He's out on the threshing floor threshing wheat. And he's hiding because the, the uh, oh man, Midianites are so like they have overpowered the, the Israelites so badly that most of the Israelite men are hiding in caves in the mountains, right? And Gideon is out there, and so it's a little bit brave that he's one of the few that's like actually out there threshing his grain, but he's doing it in the middle of the night, and he's hiding it so that the Midianites won't come and attack and steal his grain, right? He's being a coward. He, 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 in every way, in every measurable form, he's being a coward, as are the rest of the Israelite men. And while Gideon is doing this cowardly thing, the angel of the Lord appears to Gideon and speaks meaning into his life. The angel of the Lord appears to Gideon and says, the Lord is with you, mighty warrior. And Gideon's like, Psh, you're not talking to me. I'm not a warrior. And again, the spirit of the Lord says, the Lord is with you, mighty warrior. And Gideon says, you can't be talking to me. I'm not, I can't lead the Israelite army. I'm the, I'm the youngest member of the weakest family in the, in, the, in the lowest tribe of all of Israel. And all of Israel is oppressed. And, and God says, it's not you, it's me. It's not your strength, it's my strength. And uh, empowered by the Holy Spirit, the, the Spirit of the Lord came upon him, is what the book of Judges says. Gideon goes out, cuts down the, uh, the, the uh, Asherah poles, the altars to Baal, and puts up um, an altar to God and sacrifices to God. And then he calls together an army. And this guy has no business calling together an army, but he calls together an army. He summons the armies of Israel and goes out and fights a great battle. Now, you can look into that story and, and clearly the victory is for the Lord. But he becomes the leader of the Israelites, not because he you know, was born as a royal or because he came from a great family, but simply because the Spirit of the Lord came upon him and led him to do something great. What is the Spirit of the Lord coming upon you and leading you to do? Get into the Word. Figure out what, what it is that the Lord wants you to be doing and go out and do it passionately. Find that place where passion meets purpose and go out and serve the Lord valiantly. Earn the right to put your name on the back of your jersey. Earn the right to have other men wear your jersey, right? Go ahead and look up to your heroes, but but you also need to understand that you need to go out and play your role as a man, and you need to earn your man card every single day. Go out and do something valuable. The perfect example of this would, of course, be our Savior Jesus. Jesus was the perfect man, and so if we ever want to look at perfect manhood, that, that's where we look. So Jesus was the perfect man. He never once failed to be the absolutely perfect man. So Jesus, from the time he was a little kid, knew why he was on earth and knew what he was on earth to do. When he was 12 years old, he stayed in the temple because he Thank knew it was his job. Thank you for listening to the Gerda Podcast. You know, if you like what you're hearing on our podcast, purpose. make sure you're sharing it with the word of God. Men in your and life, share the word of God hear our message. message. You can find us on social media. When he was Facebook, 30 years old, he podcast, knew his purpose and knew the timing well so he didn't change the water into wine until he exactly the right moment. You can find us on Instagram at exactup underscore like underscore a underscore man. If you'd like to help us bring our message to more men just like you all around the world, you can hit up our Patreon account. Type in www.patreon.com forward slash up. And finally, please leave a five-star rating or review on whatever platform you use to listen to our podcast. Podcast, whether it's iTunes or Spotify, what he that does is it helps us get more attention in the podcast world and bring more men 
to our you message. Stopped it. Thank you again for listening to our podcast. Thank you for there. all the ways you support us and help spread the word. But instead, Until next time, go the hard up road. and be the man you exactly created what you to be. Was. He found that place where purpose meets passion. He loved the children of Israel. He loved those people who believed in him. And he knew exactly what his purpose was. If he hadn't figured that out, he would not have sat in the Garden of Gethsemane and said, Lord, this is not a cup I want to bear, but if it's your will, I will do it. He would not have gone through scourging and crucifixion and condemnation if he had not understood his purpose. Figure out what your purpose is. And if you can't figure out what your purpose is, at least start heading in that direction. Find something that gives you purpose and drive and passion. Find a vocation, whether it's fatherhood, husbandhood, um, being a coach, being being a leader in your congregation, whatever it is, find a place, find a role, whether it's at work or at home or whatever it is, find a way to be a man. Go out and earn your man card every day.